The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 144. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Acts with Chapter 6. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We left off in Acts chapter 6, verse 7, so we'll continue on in verse 8, Stephen being seized. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia. These men began to argue with Stephen, but they could not stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom he spoke. Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, We have heard Stephen speak words of blasphemy against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified, This fellow never stopped speaking against this holy place and against the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs Moses handed down to us. All who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. And so we have the beginning of the first persecution, and it starts here with Stephen. We'll see it continue on in chapter 7, where we'll go in just a moment. But we have Stephen, whose job, remember, last week, he was chosen as someone who could wait tables, someone who could make sure that the food was distributed to the widows evenly. And he was someone who was filled with grace and power and with wisdom. And we see that again in this section here because he is someone who is performing miraculous signs and he is someone who is teaching and they are not able to refute him. And so they lie. They basically just make up lies to try and deal with Stephen. And so he is now facing judgment and everyone looks to him intently and this is what he says. Acts chapter 7. Then the high priest asked him, Are these charges true? To this he replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, then go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. Then after the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even a foot of ground, but God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land, even though at the time Abraham had no child. God spoke to him in this way, your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated four hundred years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves. God said, And afterward, they will come out of that country and worship me in this place. Then he gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision. And Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him eight days after his birth. Later, Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob became the father of the 12 patriarchs. And let me pause here for a second. So Stephen is teaching the teachers of the law and the priests the Old Testament. He is jumping back into Genesis, and he is schooling them. Now, we'll see why here in a minute. 
Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So he made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our fathers could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our fathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and his whole family, seventy-five in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our fathers died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time drew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. Then another king who knew nothing about Joseph became ruler of Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so they would die. At that time, Moses was born, and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for in his father's house. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his fellow Israelites. He saw one of them being mistreated by an Egyptian, so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. The next day Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting. He tried to reconcile them by saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. After forty years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames of a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight. He went over to look more closely. He heard the Lord's voice, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals. The place where you are standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back to Egypt. And so Stephen at this point has told them from Abraham through Moses the story of his people. And he has told them in a way that is very orthodox, that is very traditional understanding of what it is that they believe. So now comes the punchline. This is the same Moses whom they had rejected with words. And remember that Stephen is accused of blaspheming and he's accused of speaking against Moses and the law. Stephen goes on, this is the same Moses whom they had rejected with words. Who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God himself through the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and did wonders and miraculous signs in Egypt at the Red Sea, and for forty years in the desert. This is that Moses who told the Israelites, God will send you a prophet like me from your own people. He was in the assembly in the desert with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our fathers, and he received living words to pass on to us. But, and this is where it comes, 
But our fathers refused to obey him. Instead, they rejected him and in their hearts turned back to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who led us out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. That was the time they made an idol in the form of a calf. They brought sacrifices to it and held a celebration in honor of what their hands had made. But God turned away and gave them over to the worship of the heavenly bodies. This agrees with what is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings? Forty years in the desert, O house of Israel, you have lifted up the shrine of Molech and the star of your god, Rephan, the idols whom you worship. Therefore, I will send you in exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of the testimony with them in the desert. It had been made as God directed Moses, according to the pattern he had seen. Having received the tabernacle, our fathers under Joshua brought it with them, and when they took the land from the nations God drove out before them, it remained in the land until the time of David, who enjoyed God's favor and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built the house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by man. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? Now, by this point, you have to wonder if the people in the Sanhedrin were wondering if Stephen is just one of those long-winded preachers who would never get to the point, or if he was going someplace with this. He is pointing out some of their rebellion, their, the people of Israel's rebellion against this same Moses who he is accused of denigrating. And he finally gets to, you stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears, you are just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one, and now you have betrayed and murdered him. You have received the law that was put into effect through the angels, but have not obeyed it. So his point at this point is they are the ones, not him, who continually reject God. They see themselves as the holy people, and he looks at them, and he looks at their history, and says, why do you keep rejecting those who sent you, including Moses, who is the one you accuse me of rejecting? I'm not rejecting God, you are. It might not come as any surprise to you that they did not take that well. Even though we know, because we've talked about it in Luke, that for them to take the law into their own hands and to execute Stephen is illegal under the Roman law, they are so mad, they are so furious at this point that this is what happens. When they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragging him out of the city, and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. And so Stephen becomes the first martyr, because when it says he fell asleep at the end, we understand that to mean he died. 
and he was killed for his belief, and he was killed because he would not keep quiet about what he believed. And he told the truth in a way that they did not want to hear. Did you notice that they ran at him, covering their ears and yelling at the top of their lungs? They're basically going, la, 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 we're not listening. We can't listen to what you're saying. And they're so mad that they kill him. And this begins the persecution. We'll continue on this story next week. If you have any questions, feel free to leave them at thebiblestudypodcast.com or send me an email at host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. I do have one new thing to tell you about it. And I don't know if I mentioned last week, but there is now also, for those of you with an iPhone, an app in the iPhone App Store for the Bible Study Podcast that will help you to stream this episode as well as see the verses that we're talking about. So check that out. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project Podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.